And you're back, and you're with Stephen LeDrew, not Alex. <clears throat> Pardon me, she is off tonight. Um, and we've been talking about a lot of interest in the election. And, uh, of course, it's just been called yesterday. And I'm joined now by Robin Sears, who is with the Ernst Cliff Group in uh, Ottawa. They are consultants, uh, probably the one of the best in, uh, in the country. They're sought after um, internationally. And uh, Robin has a, a history, though. He has a history. He used to be with... Uh, Premier, NDP Premier of Ontario, and uh, he has other contacts with the NDP. And uh, Robin, first of all, thank you for joining us. And I got to make sure that Robin's on here. Robin? Hi, I'm here. There we are. Thank you for joining us. And um, we had two global commentators on within the last half hour, and I asked them about how the campaign started and how they thought the leaders did yesterday. And there was criticism of everybody but for Jagmeet Singh. And they both said that they thought that he had a really, really, really good start. Good speech, good uh, energy, uh, good graphics. Um, I, I guess you agree with that. Yeah, no, I think he did have a good day. Um, no, no doubt about it. Although, to be fair, you know, Mr. Trudeau got... Uh, um, <laughs> trapped by the Globe and Mail once again on the SNC-Lavalin story. I was a little surprised by how surprised they were at that happening. They should have prepped for that a little better than they did. They were clearly completely baffled by being attacked like that. But he gave the same answer he gave in the House all the time when SNC-Lavalin came up, and they said, I'm standing up for Canadian jobs, even though everybody knows that's absolute baloney. And, and not the issue. I mean, yes. the issue is, why won't you let people speak about what their roles were in this? Why are you putting a lid on everybody's ability to cooperate with the RCMP? I think it will dog them for a while until they come up with a better strategy. And, you know, Mr. Mr. Scheer does well and Mr. Trudeau does badly. He doesn't do much on his own, in my view. But uh, every time Trudeau has a bad day, it's a good day for Scheer. So is that the way this election, the 40 days, 39 days, is going to go out that um that uh, people are going to be on the attack to Mr. Trudeau, and uh, some of it's going to stick? I think so, and I think their decision not to debate tonight and uh, on the, the Monk debate uh, a few days later is really, really dumb, Stephen. I mean, it, it simply sets up the empty chair problem for them of everybody being free to throw mud at the prime minister without him there to defend himself, and he looks like he's a chicken and afraid to debate. But isn't that the liberal strategy? Because he is not a very good debater, and he doesn't have good answers, and they are just going to have him all put in uh, in blister pack and cocooned and uh, away. I'm not sure I agree with that, uh, Stephen. I mean, remember how well he did in the Monk debate in 2015? He surprised everybody. I know he's not going to win, you know, any debating awards, but he's a competent debater. And after all, he's the only one experienced at debating among the three of them. But there's something going wrong, I think, because yesterday, uh, and I watched it uh, closely, he was flatter than piss on a plate. Uh, as it were, yeah. As it were. <laughs> I mean, he, was, he really was off his game. He did not have. He did, they did not have a good start. It's fair to say. W- would you permit me to do a brief rant on another subject, though, Stephen? Oh, absolutely. Bozo candidates. Before we I, uh, on, what, on what? Sorry. Bozo candidates. I yes. am so fed up with all of these candidates who have unfortunate incidents in their past, thinking they can lie about it and keeping it concealed and seek public office. But that's the party's. That's the party. But Robin, is that not the party's responsibility? They're all. When I was involved in it to that degree, they were. They were all vetted. 
They're all vetted, but if someone is determined to lie to you, Stephen, what do you do about it? These guys were all asked the appropriate questions, we have to assume, and they chose to lie. And, and it's just such an offense to the party, to democracy, to the voters, that somebody who is posting to white supremacist websites, in the case of this Tory candidate, has a domestic abuse problem in the case of an NDP candidate, what the hell were they thinking? I mean, it really <laughs> offends me that they get away with this or think they can get away with this. And it's become a plague in every election for every party. I don't understand it. Well, I think that uh, you've made your point, and I think it's uh, <laughs> unbelievable. But what is going on with the candidates for the NDP? I don't know your shortage right now. You probably do. I think they're under 100 now. I, I, I have no explanation for it. Um, they should have been ready earlier. Um, they claim as a partial defense, which I wouldn't have accepted when I was a campaign director, that the vetting process is that much more strict. It takes much longer. Well, then you should have started earlier, kids, is my response. Is it because the NDP may not be as popular as it was that people are saying, you know what, in some of these writings, we know we aren't going to get ahead, and there aren't the people who are just going to go out there to, uh, to hold up the flag, to hold up the colors for the good of the party? Stephen, when I was campaign director in 1974, I had to fill 74 seats in Quebec where we wouldn't, as you would put it, have a pot to piss in in any writing, and yeah. we still did it. But no, you still, you, there, there you are still people who would do it. You have a job to do, and, and you have to do it when you're the party organizer. But, you know, let me remind you of this. You know, memories are short. Jack Layton's famous Orange Crush campaign, he started off in single digits without a full slate. So let's just talk about that. Campaigns count because a lot of people are saying that your leader has to uh, to perform magic to get anywhere, even to beat the Greens. Um, is, is he capable of it? Is your party capable of it? Can that happen? Campaigns do matter. And the NDP are taking big risks in this campaign. I think wisely. They tried to run a risk-free campaign in 2015 and got outlefted by the Liberals, and that's never happened before. That won't happen again this time. But taking big risks has the potential of big reward and big disaster. So it's, uh, you know, it's not obvious that they're going to be a huge success, but I think they're doing the right things. I don't think there's any way they could have tried to run a quiet, inoffensive campaign. That would have sunk them. I don't think there's any way that they could have tried to, you know, low-bridge Jagmeet Singh. After all, he's pretty obviously not a Canadian who looks like you and me the moment he walks into a room, so they have to make uh, a benefit out of that rather than a, a problem. Mm -hmm. um, I, I guess the big question is, is within the hearing range of the listeners of your program, Stephen, it's going to come down once again to that band of ridings that runs in a horseshoe arc around Toronto. Um, there are probably 40 ridings in the inner 905 and, and, and places that touch it that will determine the outcome of the election. And they have proved themselves to be incredibly fickle in the last few elections, voting for Harper and Layton and Trudeau um, in succession, voting for Wynne and Ford in succession. Um, so it's a, it's a very difficult bunch of voters to predict how they're going to uh, respond this time. But they are probably they probably hold the keys to government in their hands. People are calling in now saying, who is this Robin guy calling us all fickle? Um, now, <laughs> if, if you were advising Sheer, what does he have to do to break out of this tie with Trudeau? Can he break out of it or is he just hoping that Trudeau gets defeated, fails? 
You know, I think it's pretty late for them, Stephen. I mean, their their campaign strategy is based on the fact that he is not very well known and people who know him aren't particularly excited by him. So they're trying to make this a referendum on Trudeau and suppress liberals from coming out because they raise enough doubts about him. Making this a pro-sheer or a pro-sheer platform campaign, I just don't think that's feasible for them right now. So you're going to see them getting nastier and nastier in their attacks on Trudeau, and it may work, um, but it, it isn't obvious to me how they could do anything more positive than that. Robin Sears with Ernst Cliff. As I said, uh, that really smart group of people in Ottawa who advise companies and uh, governments. Thank you for advising us tonight. Good to chat. Good to be with you, Stephen. Thanks. Right back after this.